0: This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. But Kyle Trask has an amazing attitude, Canty, and he works so hard.
1: <laughs>
0: Dear oh God.
1: boy, it's laughable, isn't it?
0: The commanders had a much higher grade in terms of the rounds on Sam Howell than when they drafted him in the fifth round. They're trying to sell that now as opposed to, you know, why you didn't draft him earlier if you had a higher grade on him. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. America's going to hell judging by what's going to be available at ballparks this year. We'll explain that in just a little bit. But, Canty, we start with the very latest from the owner meetings. We've spent a lot of time talking about Lamar Jackson, and we want to hear from you on this. We're going to get your calls in here shortly. 888-SAY-ESPN, Eight 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 seven two nine. 3776. We heard from Arthur Blank just a little while ago who tried to use the excuse on Lamar Jackson of injuries and we don't know how long he's going to stay healthy but of course he's a winner and it's a much 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 different situation than it was with Deshaun Watson last year. That's silly. We've heard just ridiculous comments across the board from so many different coaches this week and it's it's mind-boggling when we talk about what the talent level is for Lamar Jackson can't you here's what I can't get past why is nobody willing to at least even engage Lamar when they don't know for sure that he has to have a fully guaranteed contract
1: that's a great question and I'm not sure what the answer is other than the owners trying to make a statement to other players that might be inclined to ask for a fully guaranteed contract that they're not going to touch that. And to suggest that you want a fully guaranteed deal would make you radioactive. That's the only way that you can explain all of these quarterback needy teams coming out hours after the Ravens announced the franchise tag on Lamar Jackson and saying that they want nothing to do with nothing to do with him. That's the only way you can explain why they wouldn't at least check in with Lamar to see if it might be a fit, to see if, he be, might be willing to move off of the demands of a fully guaranteed deal. The, 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 the NFL owners are terrified that players in the NFL could gain the kind of power, the kind of swing that we see players in the NBA have and players in Major League Baseball. And Jim Ursay said as much yesterday at the owners meeting. He didn't think that it was in the best interest of those sports for players to have guaranteed deals. And that's why he says he doesn't want something detrimental to happen to the NFL as a result of NFL players getting fully guaranteed
0: contracts. God bless Jim Ursay, because when you need the truth, at the very least, he doesn't care. He'll tell you. Yeah. And that's the truth. That's where the truth is coming from across the board. Now, so I can we do the... me a
1: favor then, since we know that's what it is, since he yeah. said as much? Can we stop making this about Lamar Jackson being injured the last couple love of years? To. Can we stop making it about Lamar Jackson not being good enough? Can we stop making it about those things? The man just told you after his general manager said, we're going to do our due diligence on Lamar. The man just told you we're out when it comes to guaranteed contracts. That's what he said. So that's what we know is going to be a point of contention for any team that would be interested in Lamar's services, whether they want to admit it
0: or not. Now, to his credit, he was actively talking about what a good player he is, as was his GM, Chris Ballard, and they were sniffing around the idea that maybe they're going to be involved in trying to go get Lamar Jackson. Chris, I don't know what the addition in the package is uh, in addition to the fourth overall pick to try to trade for him, but... Whatever it is, if, as long as it's within reason, I don't think it would be a second, first-round pick with the amount of weight the fourth overall pick carries. If I'm the Indianapolis Colts, I have Michael Pittman, I've got Jonathan Taylor, and I can add Lamar Jackson to that offense and, again, play half my games at least indoors on turf, I have a chance for my offense to be beyond elite, to be absolutely amazing. And it's a sure thing. That's what I really uh, have to establish here is the most important part of it. Lamar Jackson's a sure thing. You know, drafting uh, the two guys who are not guys that we think have high floors, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get Bryce Young. You're not going to get C.J. Stroud at the number four pick, even if you move up to number three. You might get Will Levis. You might get Anthony Richardson. That's rolling the dice. Those are the two guys that you look at in the first round quarterback wise that are boomer bust. And as Mel put it to us last week, Mel Kuiper Jr., you got to take big swings when it comes to trying to find your quarterback. And sometimes you're going to whiff. Those are guys you can whiff on. Give me the guaranteed thing, even if I have to pay him too.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing of it all. I don't have a problem going with something that's more of a proven commodity as opposed to a projection. And that's really the risk that you're taking with any of these quarterbacks, but especially with Will Levis and Anthony Richardson because we think both of those players have all of the physical tools. It's just a matter of putting it together. And when it comes to the development of quarterbacks, there's a small margin for error in this league when it comes to being able to hit on a guy that's a little bit raw. We don't see teams – transform projects like Josh Allen into MV key caliber players very often. It just doesn't happen. You rarely see teams be able to help a quarterback improve on his completion percentage once he makes the step from college to pro. So to, to just automatically assume that your franchise will be capable of transforming Will Levis or Anthony Richardson into a Josh Allen or into a Lamar Jackson or into a Jalen Hurts I just, I think that's that's a huge risk. It's a little bit naive, and I think that's a decision that can set your franchise back even further beyond just making a decision to go for the proven guy in Lamar Jackson, somebody that you know can win in this league.
0: Canty Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance, Six M Channel 80, on your smart speakers. So the question to you is, should the Colts draft a quarterback at number four, or should they trade to pick? to go get lamar many calls have been on the lines all day we'll get to more right now we'll start with david up next on espn radio david what do you think about lamar oh uh, what's going on fellas thanks for taking my call um and you know thanks for filling in for yourself i like it
1: <laughs> i thought it was is, very
0: magnanimous uh, of us to do that <laughs> it's <Katie> and <laughs> carlin in for uh in for ourselves <laughs> <laughs> Ex- exactly. Okay, so uh, somebody called in yesterday from Arizona, and he was talking about Kyler for Lamar, and you guys shot it down. And I, wanted, I, I got to thinking about this. Canty, let me ask you this. If John Harbaugh was the coach of Kyler Murray, do you think that he could get first-round productivity out of Kyler in 2024? Just the equivalent of first-round productivity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I think John Harbaugh and the structure and the rate well, – feeling less and less like it, but the structure that the Ravens organization is known to have in place, I would feel confident in any player realizing the full potential that they have with that organization. Now, I just don't know that Kyler Murray and John Harbaugh would be able to coexist in terms of the temperament of those individuals. Um, so for that reason, I just don't see it happening. And then beyond that, the financial commitment that the Cardinals have made to Kyler Murray, the cash that they've already paid out, I think they're
0: married to him the next, you know,
1: two or three years for better or for worse.
0: Well, what he would have to do is grow up. That's basically it. We need to see Kyler Murray grow up and make football uh, a priority for himself. Yeah. And frankly, if it wouldn't happen with the Ravens, I don't think it would happen. And I think they've already made a huge mistake by guaranteeing him all of that money. How about Rod in Florida next, can't he, on ESPN Radio? Rod, what's going on? Hi, how are you? Great. How are you? Listen, I, I, uh, you know, all the commentariats, uh, you know, are always talking about Lamar Jackson as if like every team should just be backing up the truck, unloading all their money and all their draft picks and guaranteeing everything. I think he's asking for too much. I don't think he's worth a, a guaranteed contract. Just because the Cleveland Browns made a huge mistake with the Deshaun Watson contract, I don't think that needs to be the precedent. You know that all future contracts have to be guaranteed. The guy's been injured a lot in the well, last. Rod, three Rod, years, nobody's talking <laughs> about all
1: future. Rod, hold on, let me stop you right there. Nobody's yeah. talking about all future contracts being guaranteed. And since you don't think yeah. Lamar Jackson is worth a guaranteed contract, let me ask you: What quarterbacks are?
0: Uh, the only uh, Mahomes is probably the only one I could think of, but uh, I, I, frankly, it, the style of play that uh, Lamar Jackson plays lends itself to to being injured, and so you know to guarantee a two hundred million. So why contract, sign him
1: at all, Rod? Why sign him at all? Why give him any guaranteed money at all? Uh,
0: you know, I just think you know that that's just too much. He won't be. No, able no, no, Rod, Rod, Rod. I hear yeah. what you're saying, but Rod, right. I
1: hear what you're Rod. I hear what you're saying. His style of play yeah. at risk of injury. So my question to you is, why would you pay him at all? Why would you guarantee any other contract? Uh yeah, because that that is the going the going rate. But okay, sure so the that's Deshaun the going Washington. you just said it. So why would so so if that's the going rate and Deshaun Watson just got two hundred and thirty million fully guaranteed, why the hell wouldn't Lamar yeah. Jackson ask for that? If that's the going rate. I know.
0: I say that's an outlier. It, though. So, because oh, 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 Rod, Rod, it's not about outliers. No, 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 no.
1: You can't do that. You can't say it's about people outliers. Have been you said some the going rate. Rod, got Rod, I asked you money. two questions. I don't want to yeah. cut you yeah. off, but I will. You just said the going rate necessitates that he's going to get guaranteed money in the contract. If you're Lamar Jackson and you saw that Deshaun Watson just upped the going rate, Why wouldn't you pick that hill to die on in terms of demanding that for yourself, especially when you don't have the -the off-the-field bags that Deshaun did? It just doesn't make any sense. And that's the whole point of the conversation that we're having. Everybody wants to say, oh, he's not worth that much. Then my point would be, why franchise tag him? Or why even try to give him a contract with any guaranteed money? Because he gets hurt too often. The answer to the question is, is that's what the market necessitates. That's the going rate for a quarterback. And that's why this whole situation now is starting to become ugly in terms of the relationship between Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens because Lamar doesn't feel like the franchise recognizes his value toward them having sustained success.
0: That's the problem. What I don't understand is why injuries are not brought up more with Deshaun Watson. Because when you look at his history... Oh, he missed he missed half of his rookie year yeah, with the ACL injury. And Kenty he tore an ACL in college, too. Yeah, he's had three. I mean, he's no, had first two, all, he's all, he's torn two. So he's, he's, had, torn, three, he's had three knee reconstructions. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to consider that at all. And by the way, missed a year and three quarters for being a dumbass. Yeah. Bringing a ton of baggage with him. But we're good on... Those injuries don't concern us. Please. Please. Jordan is up next on ESPN radio. Jordan, what do you think, bud? Man, Lamar is a hell of a quarterback. I mean, he really is. Uh I think the Browns shouldn't have they should never have guaranteed Deshaun all that money. I don't think that Lamar should get guaranteed only because he's a running quarterback and running quarterbacks are more prone to injury. If I was going to guarantee any quarterbacks in the league, the only two I would guarantee would be Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Can I ask you a question? How many many games did Joe Burrow play a couple of years ago? When he tore his ACL. Why is it that Lamar Jackson is more susceptible to injury than a guy that tore his ACL three years ago? Why is that when he was a rookie? The only reason I think Joe Burrow should be guaranteed is because he's already proven himself. He's already went to a Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson has won an MVP. Lamar Jackson has won an MVP. Thanks for the call. That's Lamar my- Jackson hasn't proven
1: himself? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the part I don't understand. He hasn't proven himself as a player. Uh, I mean, I, I, that's wild to me. It's wild to me. It's, so hold on. Because Joe Burrow took his team to a Super Bowl, he's proven himself. What about the guy that was a runner up? to the mvp and took his team to a super bowl this year in jalen hurts does he deserve a fully guaranteed deal does well, we're he? gonna find out i mean soon. Ba- i mean well well based on that last caller's logic he would but his style of play might be an issue I, I, it I, might be that, 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 see that's, that's you think howie roseman's coming out of the moving. gate with that one Well, see, that's the problem with this conversation because folks keep moving the goalposts based on their inherent bias about what they think a franchise quarterback is, what they think a franchise quarterback looks like, and what they're willing to compensate those that don't look like those players. It's amazing. That's that's the problem that we have when we have this conversation, and that's the issue that comes up with the owners making the decision to hold the line when it comes to guaranteed contracts because it opens the door and it adds fuel to the fire in in a lot of ways validates people that have these biases that we've heard about Lamar since he's come into the damn league. I remember once upon a time Bill Polian suggested Lamar Jackson should move to wide receiver because he didn't think that a player like that could have success in the NFL. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson an MVP, a playoff game, playoff win on the road later. Oh, oh by the way, my team in the playoffs for the 5 years I've been the starter. I can actually play quarterback in the National Football League.
0: I got news for you. If Bill Polian was running a team right now and he had a chance to draft Lamar Jackson, he'd do it. He'd do it because he knew he was wrong then. Yeah. Or at least now he knows he was wrong. Canty and uh. Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, the college basketball season is winding down, and so is the Wendy's wooden watch. The women's Final Four, all set. Aliyah Boston looks to remain undefeated in South Carolina's quest to repeat against the dynamic Caitlin Clark in Iowa, Friday night, 9 p.m. on ESPN. Go to ESPN.com, search Wooden Watch for the full list of Wooden Award nominees to watch as this season rolls on. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Wendy's, two for six bucks, the best deal in fast food. Canty, I'm a little bit alarmed. Hmm. Because it's the time of year when ballparks are opening up. And we're starting to see some of the wackier creations that come out. And my favorite team, the Texas Rangers, always does this with their food. And it drives me nuts. So I'm going to throw a couple of pieces of food at you real quick that they are serving this year. And I want to get your response to this, okay? Okay. The Boomstick Burger. It is a two-foot beef patty. Excuse me? It's called the Boomstick Burger. Burger. no you said two foot beef, beef patty. patty two foot topped with chili nacho cheese which i'm going to assume is just the sauce which i cannot stand jalapenos onion rings yes no no i'm out on that I'm no out. chance two, i can eat two that foot
1: burger who needs that
0: I, I would be passed out in the bathroom if i ate that at a game no. that would not be good uh, the Flamin' Hot Cheetos pretzel.
1: Okay. I'm Sourdough
0: pretzel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sourdough pretzel dipped in Flamin' Hot Cheetos cheetle, which is the stuff that you get on your fingers, coated with crushed Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Yes, no. No, I'm out on that. I I'm like out on pretzel- that too. I like
1: pretzels. I like Cheetos. I don't think they belong together.
0: I agree, and I like spicy, but I'm not going Flamin' Hot on everything. Yeah. You know? All right, next. Pizza dog, D-A-W-W-G. Hot dog topped with marinara, cheese, pepperoni. No, I'm putting on that. If I want pizza, I'll get pizza. If I want a hot dog, I'll get a hot dog. Yeah. Last one. I'm out. I think we got one that we're in on, though. Last one. The brisket croissant.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is. Yeah.
0: It is beef brisket. Baked between croissant dough. Ooh, I love
1: I love that. I want that. And here's the thing: I'd be willing to take it a step further. Mm. How about a glazed croissant? A nice mm. glazed croissant, almost like mm. a cronut. Yeah, and 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 have
0: that with the brisket in it. For oh. those that are not aware of what the cronut is, it is a croissant and a donut made in the shape of a donut. Yes but with the croissant consistency to it. Yes. Well, to your point, Cincinnati, they're selling this. Fried chicken sandwich between two glazed donuts for buns instead of bread. Uh, it will be served in a honey barbecue sauce. Oh!
1: oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Dear baby Jesus in a
0: manger, I want it. Yeah. I want it. Oh. Those, <laughs> I'm on board here. I'm on board with that. I can make that happen. uh, You know know what I say to that, Colin? I I like you and I want you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on board right there. My biggest pet peeve, Canty, is when we take two or three things that are individually awesome and Mm -hmm. we try to put them together to make them doubly or triply awesome. And too often, it does not work. Too often, it ruins everything. Yeah, but the
1: good folks in Cincinnati ain't going to ruin that with that chicken sandwich yeah. with honey barbecue sauce between two donuts. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the croissant with brisket. Oh, oh those, those, are outst- those are outstanding food innovations.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, somebody get those people a Nobel Peace Prize for goodness <laughs> sake. It's outstanding. <laughs> the only problem there in Cincinnati is that they have also the big cheese which is a beef burger topped with pimento cheese? No, 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 no! I'm not on. No, that.
1: I'm out on that. I, I, I'm out on that. I'm out on the
0: skyline chili. chili. Yeah, they got but skyline the, chili nachos. I'm no. out. On, I'm out no. on that. But that chicken sandwich? Oh yeah! Oh, those, oh yeah! Oh
1: yeah!
0: yeah. I have oh, become yeah. entirely too um, picky when it comes to nacho cheese. When I'm ordering nachos. It's got to be real cheese now.
1: Yeah, even with the Philly cheesesteak, big fella. And I know you're a connoisseur when it comes to cheesesteak. I can't do the cheese whiz. I need real cheese. I agree. Provolone is preferable. I could get down with cheddar or American too. But I need real
0: cheese, man. Real cheese. I agree. I agree. Don't bring me the sauce because if you bring me the sauce, I'm probably sending it back. And I don't send a lot of things back because you're just asking for it when you do that. Yeah, if I send it back, that means I'm getting up and walking out. That's what that means. (laughs) Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, are any of those appetizing? We've got calls up, and we're going to get to them here shortly. We also have our dash to the draft on the way. Question today, should the Colts draft a quarterback or trade the fourth pick for Lamar? We delve into it all. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Dear baby Jesus in a manger, I want it. This
1: is the Canty
0: and Carlin podcast. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle out cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any Every evening at this time, we get a little dose of the draft. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM Channel 80. As you know, April 27th, 28th, 29th, NFL Draft, Kansas City, Missouri. Canty and I will be hosting it for ESPN Radio. Very fired up for that. And as we do twice a day, including at this time, your dash for the draft. Okay, football fans, let's get back to some football. This is The Dash for the Draft with Canty and Carlin. Canty, news in the last few minutes that Joe Shane is not sure whether Saquon Barkley is going to show up for off-season workouts uh, considering he has the franchise tag applied to him. He has not signed it as of yet. Mm-hmm. And it brings up the debate about running backs mm-hmm. and where they fit in the grand scheme. Canty, I am of the opinion that while you may not necessarily want to pay a running back long-term, you can find other guys, you also are not necessarily going wrong by drafting one in the first two rounds if you very much believe in them. Because when I look at the last five years, 75% of running backs that have gone for 1,000 yards have been drafted in the first two rounds. Mm -hmm. So for me, if I have a chance at Bijan Robinson, and he's going to take my offense to the next level, I'm going to seriously consider that even though he's going to be a first-round pick. Well, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with taking a
1: running back high. It's just that the team has to be within their window to win a championship because the shelf life of that player in their top productivity is short-lived. You're talking about getting the best production out of the running back in the first four or five years in the National Football League. So if your team is within... You know, that window to compete for a championship over the, say, the next couple of years, then it makes sense. Like, if you're a team, uh, let's say, for instance, if you're a team like the Philadelphia Eagles and you got the 10th overall pick, Bijan Robinson might make some sense, especially since you lost Miles Sanders. Sanders, giving your offense a bell cow running back, taking some pressure off of Jalen Hurts, who you're going to make a huge financial commitment to, knowing that you also have the element of the vertical passing game with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. To me, B. John Robinson makes a lot of sense there. And, oh, by the way, Philadelphia, with all the losses that they had on the defensive side of the ball, can protect their defense by having a running game that allows your offense to control time of possession. In that situation, B. John Robinson makes some sense. You know where he doesn't make sense? He doesn't make sense for a team like the Indianapolis Colts or Mm -hmm. a team – like the Arizona Cardinals, or a team like the Houston Texans that's rebuilding. doesn't make any sense for those
0: teams. You have to be in a situation where you're ready to compete and win a championship. And you also have to be honest with yourself about that situation, because remember a few years ago when the Giants took Barkley second overall? A big reason why they did it? to maximize Eli Manning's last year or two in the league.
1: Well, here's the thing. If you're picking toward the top of the draft, that probably tells you that you're not close to winning a championship because you wouldn't have to pick otherwise.
0: Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Let's hit some more of these calls at 888-SAY-ESPN. Mike's in New York on ESPN Radio. Mike, go. What do you got? Yes, hello. Uh, Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, I want to just comment on the Lamar Jackson situation. Um, As a lifelong Colts fan, I think it's a no-brainer to trade for Lamar Jackson. You compare him to what's, to what's in the draft right now, he's definitely going to be better than C.J. Shroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson to, for, to win immediately right away. And back to the last call, as I was saying he didn't prove himself a guaranteed money. If that's the case, if you feel that way, then what the hell did Daniel Jones do to guarantee himself $82 million on his contract and $192 million in total on his contract with incentives? The guy won one playoff game. Against a fraudulent division winner team, and then got blown out against a, uh, an actual legitimate team. How could you say he? How could you say then a guy like that deserves that kind of money, and Lamar Jackson doesn't? Well, it wasn't one ninety two; it was about one sixty. But the eighty two, the
1: incentives though, it does kick up to the one ninety range. Oh, know.
0: there you go. Okay, yeah, he's right. so yeah. I stand corrected on that. But the, yeah. the numbers on the guarantees still keep the Giants uh, after a couple of years in a spot where they can move on if they need to from Daniel Jones. Look. Lamar Jackson, you I don't know if Bryce Young or if C.J. Stroud are going to be better than Lamar Jackson. I would bet against it. I mean, I think it was, that's an awful tall ask for a rookie quarterback to be better than that guy. Yeah, Lamar has won an MVP in this league, and Lamar quite literally has done
1: something that we've never seen a quarterback do. You're talking about throwing for 3,000 yards and rushing for over 1,200 yards in the same season. Uh, you, you just don't see that. Like, he's capable of that. And so, to sit here and dismiss the skill set or the ability just because you think it's rich for a team to give a guy a quarter of a billion dollars when he's one of the ten best players in the world at the position, it's just it's, it's absurd to me. And, and I get it. You know, fans want to always side with the team as opposed to the player because the teams will be allowed longer. But in this instance, the NFL is wrong. The only problem with it is – the NFL is a monopsony, and what that means is they're the only buyer for the skill set that Lamar possesses, thereby they can control or dictate what his wage should ultimately end up being, and that's what the owners are doing. Is it collusion? Yes. Can you prove it? No. But let's not pretend that this is about anything else other than owners wanting to continue to maintain the power dynamic that they enjoy Over the NFL players.
0: Canty, what do we like to do? We like to make people money. And we will do that in just moments. Plus, something that could happen tonight that would put the New York Jets on the map as a historical team. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio.
1: This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast.
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty. Yo. A little disappointed in the Sacramento Kings last night. Hosed yeah, us. Yeah,
1: they let us down on both fronts, big fella. They didn't score a lot of points, and they lost.
0: They didn't cover the seven points. So let's see if we can make good on that.
1: Yeah. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth.
0: Canty and Carlin's best play of the night.
1: The taste of money.
0: Pelicans-Warriors tonight at the Chase Center. That's right. Uh, Warriors, eight-point favorites. Eight-point favorites over the Pelicans, over under 235.
1: Yeah. Thoughts? So here's where I want to go, big fella. I want to take the Warriors, lay the eight points. We're going to take the under on the total points. Yep. And we're going to take the over on Steph Curry made threes. Steph Curry made threes and you have that at what? I was going to ask you to pull that up cuz I am Yeah, I don't to have that in the same right game now.
0: parlay. That's not available to us in the same game parlay. Uh the over under in his points is 27 and a half. Mm. Okay. I, I think that's an over.
1: Let's take the over then.
0: All right. So, there you go. Oh, it's spicy too. Mm. He said, "Oh, it's spicy." <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh three-leg same game parlay. Parlay. Warriors, minus eight, under two thirty-five. Steph over twenty-seven and a half points. Plus six seventy-five. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like that a lot. Sometimes it's the worst. 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 Sometimes it's the best. best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and Canty, that game is important because we are paying attention to the Golden State Warriors. We are paying attention to the tankathon situation, if you will. The Dallas Mavericks right now are a half game out of the play-in. Is it really worth it for them to make the playoffs? Or, considering their first-round pick is top ten protected, it would go to the Knicks otherwise. Should they fight hard to make the playoffs? Your tank. Oh, I think they tank. I think they tank. They yep. tank. Listen, and
1: here's the great thing about it. They don't have to do anything different than what they've already been doing since Kyrie Irving showed up. Don't play any defense. Yep. Just don't play any defense and let it happen because they've got to find somebody to play alongside Luka Doncic. It doesn't feel like the Kyrie Irving experiment is working out. And this is an exceptionally deep de- deep draft with a lot of players in lottery that, that think – that, that evaluators think can transform a team's fortune. So I, I say Tank, get the top ten pick, don't let it go to the Knicks, and, and try to find somebody that can convince Luka Doncic that he's capable of winning a championship in Dallas.
0: Canty, right now they are only a half game into the lottery at number 11 and a half game, I should say a half game behind Chicago for the tenth pick. Tank! 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 Tank. Take a dive. Take a dive. Speaking of taking a dive, tonight, the Sacramento Kings, well, they don't play, can't they? But the Sacramento Kings will clinch their first playoff berth since 2006. 16 years, if the Warriors lose to the Pelicans tonight. And that would be a great achievement for the Sacramento Kings.
1: Yeah, I don't want it to happen tonight because of our play of the night. Right. But this is an inevitability because Sacramento already has forty-five wins.
0: Well, Canty, if it happens, the new longest active playoff drought across the four major North American sports leagues—NBA, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball—would then belong to the New York Jets at twelve <laughs> seasons. <laughs> Let it live in infamy. Keep sitting and waiting on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, Woody Woody
1: Johnson said, you know, he doesn't have the patience. Uh, He's in win-now mode, so we'll see what happens. What what does that look like? I don't know, but to say that he's in win-now mode now and he hasn't been for the past decade and change seems a little bit ridiculous. You know know what else he
0: said today? What did he say? The, The fact that Odell Beckham Jr. is even considering the Jets is, quote, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Rob Sala said oh, the man. fact that we can get a guy like Aaron Rodgers means that things have changed with the Jets.
0: Oh, my I have Lord. to see it before I believe it. I did enjoy this earlier today, Canty. Dan Dockich on Twitter. Uh, I'm using air quotes when I say this college basketball expert, Dan <laughs> Dockich, uh, who of course has a show in Indianapolis. Canty, uh, he tweeted out, "My people are telling me." That Zach Eady, the 7'4 Purdue Center, is in the transfer portal. Uh, moments later, Zach Eady quote tweeted it with, My sources say that's false. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. Wow.
1: I Swing love that. and a miss. I, All right, bro. Swing and a miss, Dan. Swing and a miss. Yeah, that's a bad look.
0: I absolutely love that. That's a
1: bad look. You need need new people if you're Dan Dockage right now.
0: Canty, I'll give you one more thing. Uh, Two things that did not pass today that bother me uh, as far as rule changes in the NFL. Number one, uh, they voted on it and it did not pass for the uh, roughing the passer to be reviewable, which I think is garbage. I think it should be reviewable Mm -hmm. considering the amount of bad calls we have this year. And they also tabled the 4th and 20 instead of the onside kick suggestion that was put there uh, by the Eagles. In other words, there was no vote on that one. So curious to know, because of
1: course I'm all in on the roughing the passer one, and I hate that it's not a reviewable call because it can change the complexion of the game. Worst roughing the passer call, Grady Jarrett on Tom Brady or Jalen Phillips on Justin Herbert? Jalen Phillips on Justin Herbert.
0: That was pretty bad. That That, was was That was atrocious. That
1: was pretty bad. (laughs) I mean,
0: that one was as bad as it gets. Like, I would have changed the rule right in that moment. The fact that you couldn't look at that, oh, far. They go to such lengths to protect quarterbacks, but they don't want to pay them their money. It's it's frankly maddening. There's no other word to describe it. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Andy and Carlin, the podcast.